There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. We are on episode 22, and actually the last episode of the year and the decade. My name's Isaiah. I'm joined tonight by Sean, Mark, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Pretty good, man. Doing all right, man. Not bad. Not bad. Awesome. Great to hear. Well, we've reached the end of the Christmas season, finally. And uh, we are recording this on Sunday night uh, before New Year's Eve. So tonight we're going to take a look at the last 10 years, so the the past decade. Kind of look at the different movies, video games, TV shows, horror related that have come out. And just kind of give what our personal favorites are and whatnot. And then we're going to finish off tonight's episode with a review of the 1980 classic New Year's Evil. So just to kind of get things started, why don't we look at a little bit for video games? What are some of you guys' favorite video games from the last 10 years? Well, obviously, Friday the 13th. Yeah, that's, that was a big one <laughs> yeah. we played. Despite yeah. all the bugs and the bullshit and the whining <laughs> and crying and the cancellations, we all had a fucking blast, and some of us wouldn't even know each other. Yeah. Happens, right? yeah that's man. the truth, yeah. yeah. That that's very true. We probably wouldn't even have this fucking podcast if it wasn't for that. No, so. probably not. CLS. <laughs> CLS for life. For life. <laughs> for life. Um Yeah. That's definitely a good one. Resident Evil Seven was was good. I hadn't beat it, but it was I it agree was with solid. Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, I yeah, love Resident Evil Seven. I haven't played the whole thing, but what I started and saw I was liking it. I just haven't had the time to play it. Resident Evil. Most of those are pretty good. Agreed. Agreed. You can't look past Until Dawn for Mm -hmm. those that do have a PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, That's definitely one of the top ones of of the decade, for sure. It was a good idea, too. I like the ones that let you, you know, kind of change the story. It's not perfect, but, you know, it's a good... I like the twist on where the story went when when I played it. You think it's this, but then it went the other way. Another good one that's actually still pretty much going strong right now is uh and me and ted have actually been playing this is uh dying light yes i love this game yeah i kind of reinvigorated the whole zombie genre for video games because if you look back i mean you've had like the the dead risings and things like that and this kind of took it and made it on a whole different level i mean you got the parkour the weapon crafting the combat, everything about it is just superb. And, and the story is great too. And so that, that f- is probably one of the top ones that sticks out of my mind for the last 10 years. Um, especially if we're looking at horror video games, because I mean, there's plenty of other games that are really good out there from the last 10 years of you. I mean, you've got like the grand theft auto five red dead redemption two. you know, there's plenty of other extremely well-made games, but this one definitely sticks out for me as being one of, if not the top, horror games for me for the last 10 years. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, along with 
Resident Evil 7. <clears throat> it's, it's just fun. I might pick it up. It looks fun. It's like 15 right now on, on PlayStation. Yeah, it's super store. dirt That's, cheap right now. And you can buy DLC. It. Yeah, I love so, my ninja outfit. I'll tell you one, it was kind of hard, man, but it was still a decent game. It was Alien Isolation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. That game was that. awesome. That game frustrated me to no end, but I kept <laughs> yeah, playing it. Everybody. <laughs> like, it's super <laughs> difficult. But it's it's hard, on, but it's man. worth it in the end. Yeah. I love that game. That game is so yeah. fun. Because the AI is smarter than what uh, yeah. they usually put in. It, like, it'll learn how you're like hiding from the alien. If you're hiding in the vents, the alien will realistic. come after you. You didn't want to yeah. fuck with that alien. <laughs> right. Nah. Another fun one was... Yeah. Another fun one was uh, Doom from 2016. Yeah. Uh, the remake of it. I've just been playing that over the, like maybe the last year because I have it on PS now. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty fun, though. Like, it's the same game, but it's just, you know, they hyped up the graphics and 3D'd it better. But it's yep. fun, man. I enjoy that, too. Thoroughly enjoyable, that's for sure. Got your maps, looking for key, you know, different colored keys. It took me back to the old Doom feeling. Yeah, which I think is what they needed to do with that franchise, because the yeah, last few sure. Doom games haven't been as good, for sure. And that one kind of really brought it back to its roots while updating it, and it made it feel new, basically. Yeah. So, but yeah, those are kind of the top ones. But definitely Friday the Thirteenth, if not Dying Light, probably Friday the Thirteenth is probably. My favorite one. That's my favorite. Of the last 10 years. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it had its issues, bugs, everything else, all the bullshit with the lawsuit causing it to lose getting new content for it. I mean, besides all that, as with as frustrating as that whole thing was, it's an experience that we've wanted for so many years. And it, it did deliver you know yeah. on what it what it, it gave delivered us. on most of it just didn't continue i guess right but so. it was awesome and i had fun yeah for sure hopefully the next decade is going to bring us even more because i i know like at the beginning of this next year we're getting dying light 2 to kind of start off the whole new decade so and that's going to transition I, said, I think it was last week even though I didn't want to say that shit but Predator looks fucking kind of cool so <laughs> yeah I, I'll probably cave and I'll probably end up getting it but I'm, I am going to wait at least a few weeks I'm not going to get it pre-ordered or anything that's for sure so that's kind of for video games now let's kind of look at a little bit for TV here so if we're speaking of horror television what are some of you guys' favorites from the last 10 years I thought they did a good job, honestly, man. There wasn't, like, tons of stuff, but there was some pretty good stuff out there. The Strain is probably my favorite out of all of it. Strain Actually, was really Strain good. Strain was really, was really, awesome. really good. Yeah. Bates Motel, man. Like, that's not talked about much, but I thought it was pretty well done. Especially being said, yeah. like... I mean, it was more of a drama, I would say, honestly, than yeah, a horror. I didn't, but I it, didn't you know, like it. It slowly developed. <laughs> and, you know, I enjoyed it, though. I thought they did a good job for... Yeah. Moving it to present day. Um, Definitely. No. Stranger Never. Things is probably my second favorite. Say Slasher right. on Netflix is one of my favorites. Slasher is is really good. I I, yeah, I no, like I what they did that. with that. Just watch the first yeah, two seasons. The third season sucks. <laughs> the Ash third season had its death. moments, but yeah, it, it, for the most part was. The gore in the third season letdown. was amazing. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. But everything else Definitely. was so boring. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Now you're saying Stranger Things, yes, that is uh Technically, yeah. Needless to say, one of the best. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I still need to watch the last season, but the very first season impressed me so much, man. And I that's still my favorite out of all of it, but it hasn't honestly I haven't seen an episode I didn't like yet. Yeah. Nope, I agree. And Ash versus the Evil Dead. That yeah, came that was, out of nowhere and was yeah, really awesome. That was amazing. Yeah. That would be my pick is Ash versus the Evil Dead is probably the best. No, we all know you love The Walking Dead, Ted. <laughs> In Ted's defense, he hasn't seen some of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. watch a lot of TV shows, period. So... And no one will mention but Ash this versus one, Evil Dead is great. Team Wolf was a good fucking show. That's just because I haven't. So seen you keep it. telling me that. <laughs> you you keep told, telling I've me told that. Everybody, I just haven't man, seen it. Yet. Nobody yeah. wants to watch it because it's an MTV show. But I'm <clears> that's I just not don't why. Have I like the Scream. Well, maybe not you guys, season. but a lot of guys. A lot of people <laughs> don't want to. <laughs> Scream was alright I mean, when it started, man, but it kind of lost me. I thought they were setting up for something better, but I don't know. And then I didn't even. I watched one episode of the second season and didn't like it. So. Right. So, a couple others we had to throw in there for, especially setting milestones for, I'm, I'm not even talking Walking Dead because fucking screw Walking Dead because I'm over that show. It was great but at first. American but Horror it, Story. Eventually, it got played out, man. Got to, you know, yeah, Walking Dead when everybody loved that first season, man. Like, there's, <laughs> so, you know. It yeah. was good to start. So, it American Horror Story was another one that's been a mainstay of the last 10 years. Because that premiered on, uh, I think it actually premiered in 2010. Either 2010 or 2011. Yeah, that's one I've never so, checked out. And I watched like one or two episodes of this one they did recently. Which was okay. Mm-hmm. But I never finished it. So. But I know everybody loves um, it. Everybody seems to love it. Right. And then after that you do have uh uh The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Because that that's a good the one. The first season of the Purge T V show I thought was pretty decent though. Like, yeah, I'm not I would a big agree. fan of all the movies, but except maybe one of them, but the What about uh good. what about Holliston? That was yeah, great. Holliston's that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think yeah, of that, Holliston's but that's a great. good mention for sure. <laughs> yeah. I wish they'd hurry up with a season three, but yeah. I'm starting to, this seems less likely because it was like three or four years ago, Adam Green said you know, they, they were prepping for a season three and they had like the, all the cast do a little photo and I haven't heard anything else about it. <laughs> Nothing's coming. Right. So I don't know what's going on if, if they just finally Maybe he's recording canned it and soon. Him. <laughs> <laughs> he's pulling a Victor Crowley. <laughs> But yeah, Holst is great. I love I love that show. That show's same. It's it's hilarious. Definitely. It, it's it's a it's a huge love letter to uh, not just horror films but just cheesy sitcoms from the eighties, nineties, and uh, it and it just works well. The cast is great. Adam and Joe are great playing themselves. <clears throat> All the cameos and the guest stars yeah. we have. I love that, the, that they had. Kane Otter always tries to kill himself when someone says Freddy versus <laughs> That's Jason. the best. <laughs> Dan- Daniel Harris is a pill junkie. 
She's just she's just seducing Adam just so she can take his uh, root canal pain medicine. <laughs> That's great. Yep. She makes him wear the Michael Myers mask with a get with a ball gag in it. She's like, she's like, I've been. I've been bad, Uncle Mikey. And he's like, what the heck? <laughs> and then Kane comes like in there. <laughs> Kane comes in. <laughs> and he's like, oh, heck yeah. And he's like, I was in the bed. It's too weird. <laughs> he gets up and it's on the roof. That's great. Yeah. So three other ones uh, that were kind of on my list for the top TV shows of the last decade. Uh, just quickly, uh, number one, Hannibal. I thought NBC did a great job with that show. Uh, then there's Castle Rock. Yes, the first season. And yes, and then finally, um, uh, what was it called? Uh, the Terror. If you like slow burn, The Terror is amazing. So that's an AMC show. They've got two seasons. Um, the first one is set on like. A ship that's stranded in the middle of. I think I actually have heard of that. Like I've ice never and seen stuff. That, but I think I've heard of it. It's good. I I highly suggest it if you like slow burn stuff. So, but those are kind of the other three that I had chosen for like the ones that I w- would suggest checking out from the last ten years, especially if, if if you're into horror TV or whatnot. So. Oh, uh, mention! I just saw this because it was just in 2019. Creep Show was very good. Man, so. Oh yeah, I don't know how I could forget that. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, I mean, you can't go without saying the last drive-in either. Yeah, if you want to count that for sure. Those have been yeah. excellent. I just finished up the Christmas one. It was great. Darcy, you, you guys are pale. forgetting. You you guys are forgetting the Sci-Fi Channel original series Z Nation truly I television show of our time. I tried. I didn't forget <laughs> I tried it. That. I, I didn't forget it. it. I tried I, to watch it and couldn't. <laughs> I never watched it. I just remember seeing trailers for it and I was like, pass. <laughs> I say that about right. a lot of TV shows though, so I'm clearly not the person to listen to when it comes to TV shows, <laughs> unless you're talking like sitcom like Married with Children and whatnot. Yep. I'll throw one more out there just for that. It's not really horror, but Gotham was pretty good. So. Actually, yeah, Gotham was, was pretty good. Yeah, actually, so. that was great. Yeah, it's caught me by surprise. Normally, they don't they don't do well with Batman very often, but I thought it was yeah. awesome. the best no. thing they've done in recent and times. I, at first, I thought they were gonna fuck it up too, because like the first season was kind of a little over the, all over the place. It all ties and I'm like, in, oh, uh, is this yeah. gonna be? But yeah, after that, they really amped things up, and it turned out really, really well. That's for sure. I, I, they I don't really like enjoyed God, mess but... up the history of Batman with it. Like they keep everything how it should be. Yeah, exactly. Any other shows that you guys can think of? Ah, oh, that's it, man. I'm yeah. sure there are right. plenty that we're forgetting. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Ten years is a long time, so let's take a look at movies here. So we got 10 years. So we're going to just start from 2010 and kind of work our way forward and just talk about our favorite movies from each year that are horror movies or horror related. So let's go ahead and start off with 2010. So probably my top movie for 2010 is uh, the remake of The Crazies. And then kind of a couple other honorable mentions would be uh, 
Paranormal Activity 2 and Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It's well, my good. favorite of 2010 is my favorite on the list, which is Hatchet 2. So. Goddamn right. My man, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I figured one of you guys would have that, so I left that I off I had mine. Tucker and Dale, and then I was scrolling through the list, saw Hatchet 2, and sorry, sorry, Tucker and Dale, you gotta yeah. go. <laughs> Tucker and Dale was great, though. And I got two yeah. more, like Piranha 3D, I thought was great, man. Like, yes, it really, it was everything it needed to fucking be and gave me a lot of hope for that director, which eventually went away. <laughs> and Insidious <laughs> was good, man. That was a surprise that year. So. Yeah. yeah, Insidious It took me, it took me probably well till 2015 to watch it, but when I did, I was like, I'm missing <laughs> out. <laughs> <So>. Right. <laughs> All right, Ted, what do you got? Uh, 2010, it's Hatchet 2. It's my favorite of the Hatchet franchise so far still. Yeah. Yep. It's basically just um, aliens, but instead of having uh, Marines, you have rednecks <laughs> going after Victor Crowley, so I love it. That's better than Marines. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, Daniel Harris, I love Daniel Harris. She's a fantastic actress. I love watching her yep. in anything, and... She was a lot better than the the actress. Not not to knock her either, but the actress who played Mary Beth in the first movie, Danielle, is so much better as Mary Beth. So yeah, that was great. I agree. And then you have Tom Holland. You have um, Ari Mahalif in there. You have a small cameo by our boy Uncle Lloydy Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> he's he's in the big meeting with Tony Todd, Reverend Zombie, trying to get him. We're gonna go out to the yeah. Honey Island Swamp, and you know we're gonna. He's one of the guys that's like, no, forget this, I'm out of yeah, here. That's great. Right <laughs> he's just like, I'm not hearing anymore. I'm out. <laughs> that was awesome. You got Vernon. I love Vernon. His yeah, biscuits and gravy song. I the best song of the decade. <laughs> 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 so yeah, Hatchet, Hatchet Two. I mean, like Tuck, Tucker and Dale versus Evil stuff. Those those were good, but Hatchet Two beats them all out in 2010 for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure, all right. Cool. All right, so moving on to 2011. Uh, 2011 was kind of a hard year for me. Like, the the one that stuck out the most, and that was my favorite, is uh, You're Next. But it was hard to find anything else that was kind of worth my f- mentioning. my favorite of 2011 was The Thing, the prequel. Yeah. A lot of people don't like it, man. It was but pretty I, good. I enjoyed it, and I watched the, the John Carpenter's right after it and was actually impressed how yeah. much they got right. So, as far as right. connecting it, so it was pretty good, man. I enjoyed it. And an honorable mention, it was the close of the franchise, but Final Destination 5. That's a franchise I only really enjoyed the first movie and thought most of the runs after mm-hmm. that really stunk, but 5 was pretty decent. And the way they kind of connected yeah. it to part one at the end, I thought was neat and it was a good way to finish it. So, yeah, I agree. Final Destination Five was fun, yeah. you know. It 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 wasn't bad. It wasn't good either, no, but it was, it was fun. Simple and connected and finished it, so I enjoyed it. Right. All right. What about you guys? Uh, all I had for the whole year was your next, because that year was crap for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was your next for me. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. I you know, I like your next though because uh, it's yeah, yeah. no it, it was it's it's a, a cool plot movie. you have the. F- yeah, you have a family, a bickering family, and these guys come in, start killing everybody, and uh, 
this one guy's girlfriend. This is how you write strong female characters, not like like they're doing nowadays. the The main girl here, the main actress, she's a strong, independent woman, but she's smart. <laughs> she knows how to. I, I'm telling you the truth. I hate the way they write women characters now, like like Charlie's Angels or whatever. Like they're superhuman. She's not superhuman, but she's not stupid either. You know, I mean, she's well balanced. Right. So that's how you write female characters. So. And I like the twist at the end too. Yeah, about, the twist was pretty good in that. Yeah, when you find out like why are these people killing this family and et cetera, et cetera. So, you're next for me, 2011. Good point. Definitely good point. Now looking at 2012, uh, 20, 2012 was almost kind of like 2011, where there's not a whole lot going on. I thought worse. 2010 but, started so uh, great, and for, it just kind of struggles. <laughs> yeah. Now. 2012, my standout movie that I loved was uh, Cabin in the Woods. Uh, honorable mention, though, and this was a fun one that we actually watched recently, was uh, the Bloody Bloody Bible Camp. Because that was just fun. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily it was, a good it movie. It was funny as crap. But it was yeah. fun. Well, number one for me in 2012 was Sinister. Same. I thought that was a really good yep. fucking movie. That was a good one. I wasn't one. expecting yeah. it to be. And the like sequel the, whenever was hot he garbage. Sits, <laughs> yeah, it's stunk. He agreed. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. They messed up the whole theme of it. But when Ethan yeah. Hawke, in that who's in there, when he's sitting yeah. there watching yes. those, like I was cringing with them, man. Like I was like, what the fuck are they about to do to their family next? Like, that shit was just, that was yeah. good, man. I enjoyed that. That was a good creepy movie, that's for sure. All right, what about you, Ted? All right, I got three movies for 2012. Um, First is the uh, Maniac remake with Elijah Wood. I thought that was really well yeah, done. I, I okay. I love the P, the how the, the whole movie is from his perspective yeah, POV. But that was cool. But, uh, that was cool. I, I just didn't care too much for the ending how it ended, but it's still a good movie. I liked it. It's hard to beat the um, original ending. <laughs> yeah, that yeah the original the ending in the original is just so awesome. You can't all the mannequins. Well, I'm not gonna spoil it, but um. Uh, the second movie I picked is Puppet Master 10, Axis Rising. I'm a yeah, huge I'm fan of the Puppet Master franchise. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. That's a fun movie. I just had fun with it. And, yeah. And I thought Charles Band did a decent job with it. With uh, the budget honestly, all had. the Axis ones, they did a good job. Man. Fun Nazi. They, they did. They were fun. Yeah, I didn't mind them. And uh, the last one for 2012 for me is Real Evil which is R-E-E-L, which is a found footage movie that Full Moon also produced. And uh, it, it was really good. It's just this this documentary film crew, they're, they're supposed to be filming this behind-the-scenes footage for a horror film being made there, and they decide to go wander off into like the lower levels, and basically they get trapped in the ghosts of the former patients and crazy doctors That's that cool. used to work at this. It, it was good. I liked it. Check it, out. it, it was some cre- yeah, there's some creepy moments. This. but yeah so 2012 actually wasn't bad Uh, an honorable mention for 2012 would be Killjoy Goes to Hell that movie was fun (laughs) good year for full I wouldn't clearly call it a horror film 2012 (laughs) was a good year for full they released a lot of stuff that year but those are the main three that would maybe the world they're my top picks (laughs) 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 the minds predicted it we all know Full moon will rise, the world will end. <laughs> there you go. But yep, those are my Anybody else have any 
anything for 2012? Nope. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So 2013 is where things kind of started picking up for me. By far, my favorite movie of that year was the Evil Dead remake. Honorable mentions after that would be Curse of Chucky, Conjuring, and uh, Frankenstein's Army, which was a fun movie. The Evil Dead remake will not be on my list. For... <laughs> <laughs> but Conjuring was great, man. I think number one for me was Curse of Chucky that year. And Hatchet 3 yeah. is a definite honorable mention. All right, well, what I have is The Conjuring, Evil Dead, and Hatchet 3. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> uh, for me, is Curse of Chucky. Uh, I have two movies for this year. First is Curse of Chucky. It um, went back to more straight horror, <clears throat> like the first three Child's Play movies. So I really appreciated that. It was a good story. Yeah. It was interesting. I loved seeing this new family and how they were affected by Charles Lee Ray in the past. And it was just great hearing Brad Door's voice coming out of that doll again, too. So. Um, yeah, and of course you guys, <laughs> <laughs> and of course you guys know I'm gonna say Hatchet Three because I freaking love Hatchet. Best movies, I, and <laughs> I think those were the two best horror films of that year, <laughs> out of everything that I saw. But um, yeah, those are the two. Hatchet Three was almost more the same as Hatchet Two, which is why it's not my favorite, but it's still a lot of fun, and it's yeah. great. And it's great seeing Derek Mears being killed by. Um, Kane Hodder, so <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, 2014, um, my favorite probably that year was It Follows, but it was very, very close to being The Town That Dreaded Sundown because that's one of my favorite remakes. But then also some, uh, just two other honorable mentions was there was the kind of a found footage type movie called Creep. If you haven't seen that, I, I do suggest it. That was good. It's, it's pretty good. And then uh, Wolf Cop was pretty good, too, and that was fu- a fun movie. Yeah, it was, that was good. Hey, number one for me is The Town That Dreaded Sundown remake. I thought that was a great remake, and Anthony Anderson was fucking excellent. An honorable mention yeah. is Sharknado 2. Freaking great movie. Hilarious, and it's what introduced <laughs> me go. to the franchise. <laughs> and honestly, maybe made it not as great, because that one was just the best but and another honorable mention purge um anarchy which is the only purge movie i really yes liked, i forgot about that's that. what i thought purge was gonna be in the first one so i thought it was really good man just the thought that's of being not what we got in the first yeah, one just the thought of being if they actually did <clears throat> some ridiculous shit like that being stuck out and not being able to get to where you think you're safe is just insane so yeah those are mine for the year i got the baba duke a lot of people hated it but i really liked it a lot Okay. And uh, my favorite for the year, because I didn't have anything else to pick from, was Bubba the Redneck Werewolf. That movie was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to check. I still need to check that movie it out. Was I want to so check it out funny. so bad. You keep telling me that, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, I gotta watch this. I know it's on Amazon Prime. I just got to make time oh, to watch it. Cool. The master oh, of the yeah, two-stroke yeah. engine, Ted. <laughs> God. <laughs> to Tucker. Oh, Damn. that's good. <laughs> uh, I had not heard about that one, so I'm gonna have to check that one it's, out. It might still be on Prime. I'm not sure. That's it it was last time I checked, like a few days ago. It was still there. So okay, I'm gonna have to 
add that to my list. So yeah, now we're moving into the 2015 here. You didn't even hear my 2014. So it doesn't. It doesn't it. matter, sorry. Ted. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ted. Go well, ahead. if you guys really want to hear it, no. <laughs> All right, 2014. I got two movies. The first is It Follows, a very interesting concept for a movie. Uh, you basically have uh, ghost STD, and you have to pass it on to somebody else so it doesn't kill you. That's basically what it is. I love this. Yep. I love the synth. Uh, the synth score. It's very John Carpenter esque. Yes, and I loved uh, it. <clears throat> yeah. So I really enjoyed the movie, and I thought the acting was great, and there was a lot of tension. I mean, the fact that whatever this thing actually is, it just walks towards you until it gets you and kills you. So you can like drive, go all cro- halfway across the world, and you might be good for a while, but it's still it's coming for coming. you. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the just the freaky part about it. And the second movie, I would say Trophy Heads. Yes, I thank love, you. I had okay. that, and then when I redid my list, I forgot to put it on. <laughs> I love that movie. So crazy, crazy guy who's a big horror movie, B-movie fanatic, starts kidnapping all the old squeam. Uh, I said squeam. I can't talk now. Scream queens. <laughs> Like, he kidnaps Linnea Quigley, Brink Stevens, Michelle Barr. Um, he really was nailing the screen, please. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline Lavelle, Denise Duff, who was in the subspecies movies. She's... Okay. Uh, he, he, he's, he's kidnapping them with the help of his mom, and he's basically remaking the movies with them, but it ends with him wanting to kill them at the end of each scene that he films, and... He wants to take their heads and mount them on his wall, hence trophy heads is the name of the top. It's really good. It was really well done and one of my favorite Charles Band flicks. I still have to break that Blu-ray open. <laughs> I, I've had it and I, I just haven't had time to get around to watching it, so now you know what you gotta, gotta do on New do Year's it. Eve. You gotta watch trophy heads. That's my heads. homework for the week. You gotta watch trophy heads on New Year's Eve. It's creepy because it makes you think, man, there are people out there who just yes. live in in their mom's basement just yeah. watching watching these B-movies and obsessing over these actresses. And I mean, his mom was like such an enabler for him. She's like, what's wrong, dude? He's all, oh, they're just getting older, mom. I'm like, well, that's why you watch them on DVD, running, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rain. He's like, I gotta preserve them. And he's just nuts, and so is his mom. So, I said, it's a great horror film good. very yeah, unnerving all right now we'll move into the second half of the decade so looking at 2015 actually my favorite movie from 2015 is uh the invitation now this is one of the best slow burn movies in the last i don't know how long it's so well done i think and it just keeps escalating, and I loved it. Now, a couple of honorable mentions on top of that was uh, Krampus, The Visit, and The Witch for that year. Yeah, my favorite of 2015 was The Fun House Massacre. That was a great, fun, wild That movie's movie. awesome. <clears throat> I just yeah, enjoyed Robert England in the beginning and the big-ass clown that you don't want to mess with. <laughs> and There you go. Uh, girl clown i can't think of what her name is 
Anyway, Hot pants. Yes. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, her real name. I think it's Babyface. <laughs> I think it's Babyface or Baby Doll or something. I think it's Baby Doll, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, that movie's honorable awesome. mention The Gallows, which I thought was pretty good. The ending was a little corny for me, but the movie yeah. itself, I liked. I just hated the ending. <laughs> and the final girl. Yeah, that ending. Yeah, was a lot the good. ending was. I mean, they got a new one coming out. It just came out. I don't know if it'll be any good. But... And the final girls. Right. I liked the idea in the first half of the movie, but then at some point it really started to lose me. So, but then okay. I thought they were worth mentioning. Well, all I had, because I couldn't find anything, was Sharknado 3. But I didn't I didn't okay. think of Funhouse Massacre, but that's definitely my favorite. Well, there you go. Mm. You're welcome. Thank you, Sean. I was just rolling through the list, the, the, the Wikipedia list. For yeah, it wasn't the, on there. The movies from that year, and the only one on the entire list that I had seen was Sharknado 3. So I was like, oh, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like the witch I'll say was okay but I don't something was missing for me in that it was more interesting than it was good if that makes sense like yeah well <laughs> I don't and know. with that like that movie hereditary and kind of midsummer they're kind of like an acquired taste I think and see I enjoyed like, hereditary much movies. more than the witch I just right the witch was more almost like a a look into like back in the Salem witch days. So it had like that interesting yeah. appeal. And I actually found out like a lot of the dialogue was actually pulled from actual diaries from that area back then. So, but I don't know. Something was missing, but it was still all right. All right, Ted, what do you got? Well, I got three movies for this year. Uh, the final girls is one of them really entertaining. I love the concept and thought it was just really fun. Um, I love the characters and I loved how it's just poking fun at all the tropes of slasher films. I, I love that stuff like behind the mask, things like that. Of course, behind the mask that took that movie took it seriously. This movie took it in just a comedy route, yeah. but I put it on there just cause that's why it's spoofing the, the whole slasher cliches and everything. And, and it has a heartwarming story to it. Also. I love the, the girl, is getting to see her mom after her mom's been dead. And so I like that aspect, even though it's it's not really her mom, it's the character her mom played because it got sucked into the movie. But still, to her, that's her mom. And I loved that. Yep. <clears throat> um, of course, Funhouse Massacre. Very fun movie. Loved loved the concept of Insane Asylum escapees. They take over a, a fun house. You got Clint Howard in there. He's always yeah, great to see. Enough. Yeah, you, oh, yeah, you've got, yeah. of course, as Sean already mentioned, you got Baby Doll. She's amazing in more ways than one. And uh, you have uh, a former cast member for Married with Children, uh, the guy who played Bob Rooney on Married with Children, one of Al's friends. He's one of the, he's the, oh, yeah, he's the cannibal right. guy. So I like the characters in that movie. Again, it's just fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but it, it does it's take itself movie. seriously when it comes to the kills That's and stuff. Movie. Yeah. It is. It's it's good. And then uh, my final pick for that year would be Maggie. Stars uh, Abigail Breslin and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Where um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, played by Abigail Breslin, is uh, infected with the zombie virus. And he's going to have to turn her over to a government uh, facility soon. Because that's how the government's contained it as this zombie outbreak. 
and throughout the movie yeah. you see her changing like her skin's getting like grayer paler it's it, it's kind Bizarre. kind of more of a drama than yeah. anything else not not horror horror but it's still it's kind of a horrifying experience if you imagine like you know, this is your daughter if you're a father and you had a daughter and this really this happened you know you're like movie, <laughs> it, 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 it's not a happy yeah it's not a happy go lucky movie no, yeah like the scene where she sees her friend being taken forcefully by the police when he's like in his bedroom and you remember that scene and the cops and the government agents like drag him out no you know it was just well so it's not a happy movie but i thought it was really well done and so that's why i made my list for 2015 some good choices that's for sure Moving into 2016, this is where things really start to pick up, I think, for me, for the decade. My favorite movie of that year, it was very, very close between two of them. The one that kind of inched out being the best for me was Don't Breathe. I absolutely fucking love that movie. But a close second was Phantasm Ravager for me. And then some honorable mentions was uh, Hush. And the Belko experience. Yeah. Phantasm Ravager was my top movie of 2016. I was glad to finally get a freaking movie out of that franchise. And just felt <laughs> right, dude. It felt right. They right. did a good job. And honorable, Nearly 20 years later. Yeah. And I got a few honorable mentions, man. Like, 2016, things started picking up in a while, I think, man. Things definitely getting better. Mm-hmm. The Belko experiment agree, yeah. made my list. The Void from Netflix was kind of out there but it was pretty I forgot good. about the yeah. void. I don't like any of the Blair Witch movies pretty much but the Blair Witch that came out in 2016 was pretty damn good, man. So Yeah, actually that one actually was pretty good. <laughs> and I, I don't know if this is one. really a horror, it was more of a thriller that I watched by mistake called The Shallows where the chicks out on our surfboard or whatever and the sharks trying to get her. That oh, was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. That was yep. pretty good. And Fender Bender was fun. So there's a lot of movies. I could go hmm. on and on. Split was good that year. <laughs> Split was pretty good. So, but I'll stop there. Yeah, I hadn't had that much excitement about 2016, but <laughs> <laughs> I got Don't Breathe. Uh, as far as everything that I saw, I mean, there was a few that I saw that I could have just thrown on the list, but I didn't really like. Don't Breathe for me was really good. It was made by the, the guy that did the Evil Dead remake. Yep. For me, I thought it was great. There was some out there shit at the end of the movie that was kind of really weird. But overall, overall yeah. I like the movie. That's all I got for 2016. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Ted, what do you got? I got three movies for 2016. Um, Fender Bender, really good slasher movie. Uh, a throwback. Again, uh, it's basically a throwback to John Carpenter-esque movie. Um, but I really like how this guy, he, um, causes fender benders and that's how he gets his information yeah, on his victims. That. That's yeah. That was a good one. I really liked it. And, you know, you got a small cast of characters and so that helps. You really get to know each of these characters and you care about them more. So it's, it has a lot of good atmosphere also. I really recommend it. Um, Blair Rich, I really enjoyed. Um, I saw it in the theater, and I was the only one in the theater when I went and saw it, so that made it even uh, awesome, yeah, more cool. awesome. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it was so when like they're when they're walking around in the dark, and you hear like 
what was it the the water drops or raindrops it's just like it felt weird being by myself in that dark big dark room i'm just looking around Somebody like darn jump out of me. <laughs> they could have got <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> exactly <laughs> but i really had fun with the movie though and then of course don't breathe just a great great throwback it's more of an exploitation towards you know when he's and it keeps going along but mm-hmm. yep. it's still really good you got a blind vet people breaking into his home because they think he's i'm not got sure that actor's money name and... but I, I always like him yeah, Stephen lang like yeah Stephen lang him, man. He does a good job. yeah he was he was the bad guy in avatar right. <laughs> but, like that movie. but we don't we don't talk about avatar <laughs> no, nah, I didn't hate Avatar, but you know it's it's a one and done, I did. It's I did. a one and done deal for me. We don't need <laughs> we don't need twenty five sequels, but that's for a different discussion. But uh, don't breathe, right. don't breathe was really good. I liked how I like how it was set up, and uh, I thought it was cool. All the traps in the house he had, and it was it was nice. Yeah, I, I loved it. Agreed. So. Those are some good ones. Uh, Don't Breathe kind of all around was probably the best one I think of that year. But going into 2017, and this one kind of makes me sad that it took me so long to see it because I didn't see it until we watched it this year. But my favorite movie of 2017 was The Babysitter. That movie was that movie had everything. It had the comedy. Yeah, it had that the surprised me aspects. that it came out because I was like, damn, I thought that just came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> So that that I'm I'm sad that it took me two years to see that, but I'm glad I finally did. Uh, but a couple of honorable mentions was Annabelle Creation. I think that's the best out of the three Annabelle movies that they've released, and it was very well done. It's probably out of the Conjuring universe. You know, you have the two main Conjuring movies, and then Annabelle Creation are probably the only ones that I really like. And then uh, actually, Leatherface was very well done. I thought it was a good road movie. It had kind of everything. It had a good little twist in there. Um, I, I thought it was a nice, refreshing take on the story for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It wasn't kind of the same thing being done over again. It's kind of. It was hard for me to pick a favorite, man, because there was a few movies I really liked from 2017. But <clears throat> Happy Death Day yeah. and The Babysitter, probably. Those were the two. But I really love Calls of Chucky and Jeepers <laughs> Creepers 3. It yeah. was fucking great. Like, it took forever to get another Jeepers Creepers movie. And not everybody, you know, was on board for it, but who cares? It was an excellent fucking movie and kept the Creeper going. Yeah. So, those are all tied. I love what they place. did with this truck, man. <laughs> yeah, what that's what truck. was it's like, one it's of like my favorite tr- parts. You got to, like, know his character more. And get to see yeah, it, it's, like, it's like his truck is alive, almost, <laughs> it seems like. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's really cool. Creepy. <clears throat> Yeah, for me, for uh, 2017, it, was, it wasn't that bad. I'd have to go with my favorite would be Cold of Chucky, just because it was more more Brad Dorf, more Chucky. And they brought yep. him into this completely whitewashed environment. Everything is white as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and blood starts spraying everywhere, and it is fucking beautiful. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> and then... Uh, the same as what you guys said already. The babysitter was amazing, and what was the other one? Uh, Happy Death Day. That was 
two great yeah. PG thirteen horror movies. Yeah, movie. like I didn't even realize it was a PG thirteen when I watched it. Like <laughs> I just watched yeah. it. Like, oh, Someone <laughs> told me when I was like, really? Who cares? It was a good movie. Actually, Babysitter was R. We already had this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I just movie. thought of that. Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> but Happy Death Day was PG-13. Um, That's about all I got. All right, Ted. Finish us off for that. All right, I got five movies for 2017. I think 2017 was a good year. Uh, Cult of Chucky. I love the weird twist when we find out. Oh, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, but y'all know what I mean. The, the twist was great. I uh, love seeing Andy back in a full starring capacity yeah, role. That was yep. awesome. Seeing how he's how he's had to deal with everything since the first three movies and how it's affected him mentally and socially. And I always find that interesting. And his relationship with Chucky itself is great because he's got Chucky's head in his at his home, and it's it's really it really is like Chucky is his only friend, which is sad and depressing because. This this it's thing like that, that tried to keep killing you as a <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like this yep. thing that keeps trying to kill you is now your only friend because everybody thinks you're unhinged and crazy because you said a dog kept trying to kill you when you were a kid so people are like oh that guy's a little messed up in the head but I like it I loved Nika and I love being in the insane asylum getting to know those characters and just yep. just I mean it was so bizarre like watching the movie I was like what is really going on and then. When it gets revealed, I was like, okay, that's cool. I, I like that. Um, second, I would say Jeepers Creepers 3. As I've, we already discussed, I loved what they did with the Creeper and his truck. And I love it that it takes place right after Part 1. So And it takes place right before Part 2. So I liked that. Um, Leatherface. Good new origin story for our favorite Chainsaw Killer. Yep. And um, like you said, the twist was good in that. You know, you think it's going to be this thing, but it's not. And it's a road movie, and they kidnap the nurse. I liked it. I liked it. And they, they meet up with the uh, two that crazy couple. And then you got Steve oh, yeah. Stephen Dorff as the sheriff was fantastic. And I loved watching him <clears throat> hunting them down. That's cool. I still uh, babysitter. <laughs> yeah, Leatherface was good. Uh, babysitter, of course, made me want to have a babysitter again. Um, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, babysitter all the way. <laughs> uh, that was a real fun movie too. And I'll top this year off with Victor Crowley. I thought it was—it's my second favorite of the franchise. And I thought they did a great job with the eleven day shooting schedule they had, and yeah, man, it was great. Came yeah, out it was great. We had Tiffany Shepard. It was shot and everything. Just came out of nowhere, and I had fun with that too. Yeah, yeah, you had T- Tiffany Shepard is in it. You know, she's a fantastic actress. Um, you have uh, what's the actress's name? Laura Ortiz from Holliston. She's got a mm-hmm. she's got a great back and forth with the the tour guide who's in love with her <laughs> talk about, I want to I wanted to have your babies <laughs> crazy stuff so really fun the horror slash film and I love the way you know just just the kills were fantastic and 
I love the story between the, the guy who survived part three was basically the new OJ when he got blamed for all the murder somehow and got off because there's no evidence against him. He writes a book and that's <laughs> great. So, yep, that's my 2017. Those are my five picks for that year. Awesome. All right. So 2018 is where things are getting really, really good. Obviously, I, I know you guys already know my favorite for 2018 because I've talked about it a lot. <laughs> but Halloween, by far, is my favorite fucking movie of 2018. I love that movie so much. I've seen it so many times now. But actually, uh, some other good ones for that year were was uh, The Strangers Pray at Night and Hellraiser Judgment. I, I thought were some pretty good honorable mentions. Yeah, The Strangers Pray at Night was pretty good, man. Overlord wasn't really a horror movie. But it was like an action movie with horror thrown in. I thought that was kind of fun. That was good. Insidious yep. 3. I've enjoyed all the Insidious movies. I think I left two off whatever year it came out. But this was a good one. Yeah. I think this wasn't this the key one or was that part four? I can't remember. Uh, Either way. I think four I was no, the key. Three, three was uh, the one with the girl in the apartment with her dad. The fourth right. one was the key one. Three is still a good movie, man. I still like that. <laughs> yeah. And um three was pretty good. Two honorable mentions, I guess, or however we're gonna do it. But Cloverdale Paradox. Cloverfield Paradox, excuse me. Even though none of this Cloverfield stuff has meshed together and makes any sense as a standalone movie, it was still pretty interesting. And Children of the yeah. Core Runaway, I thought was a pretty good story. So uh twenty eighteen, man, was great for horror. There was all kinds of shit. For me, my favorite for the whole year was Hereditary. That movie was perfect. I yeah, I went into this movie yep. expecting to see another bullcrap, slow burn thriller movie. Nothing really happens, but it kept it kept me interested the whole time and made me really excited for Midsummer, which I haven't seen yet. As far okay. as mentions go, I got Halloween. It was another same deal. I went in thinking this movie was going to suck, and it blew me away. It was, I thought it was great. It wasn't perfect, but it was great. The Apostle on Netflix was a little something I heard on the radio, and I checked it out. It was really good. It was about uh, okay. like it's like a period piece type horror thing where back way way back in like the before the before America there was like religion was ruling the world and they joined this religious cult in an island and it got really really uh spooky and creepy it was really cool and summer of 84 i freaking that movie was awesome i still haven't seen that's that right yet. i forgot about that I, was, one. I didn't want to add something I haven't seen, so. <laughs> <laughs> but i've heard it's good man. that was a good. great movie yeah. I just need to see it all right ted what do you got for us for 2018 2018 obviously Halloween I loved it I loved um, the relationship that Lori has with her daughter and granddaughter um, I love that Michael killed the annoying podcaster people huh <laughs> I, getting... I see what you did there Ted <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready <laughs> that, that was the only part I did not like of that movie is that guy it wasn't even the girl that the guy was so freaking annoying for me it He's was like, that entire scene man the whole scene oh, was, was terrible it was so terrible <laughs> not saying anything but when uh I remember seeing that in the theater and that first scene played and I was like oh my goodness is this what I'm in for I for almost walked movie? out <laughs> 
<laughs> and it just got better and better and better. Yeah, so, that's for sure. but almost, yeah, so how many? They did it on purpose. <laughs> it makes me wonder. <laughs> yeah, a stranger's prey at night's the second pick for me. I love that movie. I saw it twice in the theater because I just loved it. Um, I loved it's basically like the first Strangers was basically a seventies home invasion exploitation type thing. I wouldn't even say exploitation, but um, just a seventies home invasion horror film. This one is just an eighty slasher film through and through. At this family, yeah. they're taking their daughter to some sort of boot camp or whatever you want to call it, some type of special school. They uh end up staying at this trailer park that uh, one of their the uncles owns or whatever and their aunt and uncle own but the, our, our killers are there and starts hunting them down and terrorizing them and it's just real fun I enjoyed it enjoyed the music totally clips of the heart that swimming pool scene is fantastic yes I loved it best scene in the whole movie and honorable mentions I will say Hellraiser Judgment was really different from the rest of the franchise um but still not bad um too bad it didn't have like a bigger budget to flesh everything out but still i enjoyed it and i really liked children of the corn runaway except for the ending i hated that ending but the rest of the movie i thought was fine but those are my two honorable mentions for 2018 because i didn't go to the theater a lot this that year um so my two would be Halloween 2018 and Strangers Pray at Night. So, going from a great year like 2018 into 2019, 2019 is kind of bringing us out of the decade in a little bit of a whimper. I mean, there are some highlights movie-wise, but there's not much. Like, my favorite movie of this year is probably The Lighthouse. Um, just because I, uh, I love the aesthetic of it, I love the look of it. A couple honorable mentions. I mean, Child's Play was really good. That was v- very close to being my favorite of the year, but I, the Lighthouse just barely edged it out. Um, but otherwise, Ready or Not is kind of really the only other one that kind of really stuck out, you know, for horror. When I looked guys. at 2019, I got sad and realized I haven't seen shit this year. So, <laughs> <laughs> so most of my list was shit I want to see. So, but I'll put the few that I did see first so. my favorite isn't even a film it's a fan film and it was Friday the 13th Vengeance that was fucking just so much okay. fun I enjoyed the hell out of that Critters Attack was pretty cool and Three from Hell was pretty fun too man. So I yeah. forgot about that one I don't know why I keep forgetting but these movies I but I want to see yeah, Child's Play Happy Death Day to You It Chapter 2 and a whole bunch of others. Those are the three I stuck out that I haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> and Child's Play okay. looks awesome, man. I'm sure it's a great movie. I just need to see it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely yeah. Friday the Vengeance. That was great, man. It was what I've been looking for in a Friday movie for a long time. Even though it's a fan film. I had the same problem. I was looking up the list of the movies that came out this year. I realized I hadn't seen shit, really. <laughs> and there's all these movies that, like, well, they seem like they could be good, but I haven't seen them. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. My number one for this year would be Zombieland 2, and that's just by default. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was another one. 
I'm not a big fan of that. But it was I'm decent. See it. The Just other, two, I, the first one was better. And then I have two yeah. more as mentions because the only other two movies I've seen this year, and that was Doctor Sleep and It Chapter Two. And my opinions on those are: check out Doctor Sleep if you're a fan of the books from Stephen King. Skip It Chapter Two, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, that one kind of fell flat for the most part. I enjoyed the first one, but I haven't seen this one yet. I will say but I didn't like the I've, miniseries yeah. much at all, but the part where they were growing up actually was less interesting than the kid parts. Maybe this is following the same trend. I don't know. Pretty much. <laughs> Sadly. All right, Ted, what do you got? Uh, for 2019, I got Child's Play. Really good remake. Fun movie. Mark Hamill did a great job as the voice of Chucky. Of course, Mark Hamill always does a great job anyway, so I guess it's kind of pointless to say, but I loved him as the voice of Chucky. <laughs> There's a lot of good humor in it and some good tension moments. And it's one of my favorite remakes of the modern era. I guess you could say that since the remakes trend started, what, 2003 pretty much or something like that? Pretty close. So, um, yeah, we have Child's Play 2019. Really good. Uh, Three from Hell. Loved seeing that in the theater. It was fun. <clears throat> I yes. enjoyed every minute of it. Mr. Baggy Britches, of course, and uh, poor, poor Clint Howard. Howard. <laughs> um, that was just a really good movie, and I I was so happy I got the chance to see it in the theater. Um, really, uh, Critters Attack, I, I enjoyed. So I would put that as an honorable mention, but I really wouldn't put it as part of my favorite yeah, it's just one of the few I've seen. That's why I yeah. put it on. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it, but it's my least favorite of the series. Yeah, it's not my favorite either. I, they try to make a big deal about Dee Wallace coming back, but she yeah, really didn't. And I knew, I knew, I, yeah, I knew it was going to happen too, that she wouldn't really do anything. They just had her there to be I there. I hated how it just ended. Right. Like, yeah, it just, it just scene? ended like, the, yeah. <laughs> And I don't know if they'll make another one again or what, but it's still cool to see practical effects. It's cool to see the critters again. So it's not a bad movie. It's just more kind of practical could have been more. Sure. Yeah, I'm for practical effects because you know me, practical everything. Definitely. So yeah, that's my pick for 2019. Like you said, Isaiah, it's pretty much not not the best best year to end a decade of horror, but still not total uh yeah not bad not a total disappointment or anything like that yeah Yeah, i will quite a few ups and downs i will say the scariest movie i saw this year was the rise of skywalker that horrified me to (laughs) know god (laughs) uh i had to throw that in there of course of course you did, because you know how that I loved it. <laughs> just trying to stir up trouble. Ah, uh, you know, I said I liked it too for the <laughs> most part. It's just uh, Star Wars deserved sure it was better. better than the Giants football season. So. But what are you gonna <laughs> do, Raid? So we've talked a lot about the movies that we liked from this last decade. Now, looking back at ones that kind of failed from this decade I know we didn't really have this on the list but I kind of want to know what do you guys think if you could take one movie and do it differently 
what movie would it be? From this decade or in general? From this decade. Uh... Like, what? what's one bad movie from this decade that really disappointed you that you would do differently? Well, it... I'll pick a movie, but it's not a bad movie, <laughs> and it's not going to be one anybody else picks. Halloween. I would have liked it to have been different. I thought it could have been a lot better. It wasn't a terrible movie. I don't hate it. It just was missing a few things for me. But I'm definitely looking forward to the next one coming out to see where they go with it all. So, But I would like to have seen it be a lot different of a movie. Really? Right, what do you guys got? What I could think of off the top of my head, I, I would change the ending to Children of the Corn Runaway. I liked the movie. It's just the ending I didn't like. I would have changed the ending. That's what I would have changed. Um, yeah, and I would also change the ending to uh, The Howling Reborn. <clears throat> Again, I, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. Yeah. It wasn't great by any means, but no. that ending was just kind of a... The ending was kind of like, what? Yeah, they disappointed what, me What's going on? I was it, into it. it. Yeah, it ended weird. I can't even explain it. I, Especially I was just as like, crappy as Halloween, uh, Howling God. That one was kind of refreshing. Yeah. yeah. But I, just, I, got, I just got confused. I was like, <laughs> this is how you end your movie? I don't even understand this ending. I would change that ending, too. I would change it. What about I, you? Like I said, I would change it. I mean, I would, make, I would go back okay. and try to make Pennywise scary. Because he wasn't even close to me. He wasn't even scary adjacent. <laughs> Not even close. I, I'd have gotten okay. rid of all the CGI bull crap. Why? Why was that in the movie? We didn't. We didn't need yeah. any of that. And everybody. I mean, I look at Pennywise's head, and you can say that's the makeup all you want, but that is computer enhanced at the very least. That is Pennywise is not. That's not. It does have a polished was, look. He, he has yeah, a CG is fucked. Yeah, yeah, it's I not not real. I don't hate the movie, but I did think yeah. But I think that in a lot of movies now, like they do all this great makeup and then they still go with the computer and polish it off, and it's, it's taken away a little bit from some of the artists. But that's movie now. <laughs> well, some movie now. Not yeah, movie. I mean, with, with more time, I'm sure I'd think of something much better than that. But that's what I got. Well, yeah, I might think of something better than that too. That's okay. just what stuck out in my head. Well, I've got two. Alien Covenant. Yeah, I really wish they would have did. Liked that I were I really wish they would have continued <laughs> with the Prometheus that they were originally going to do. They were going to do like Prometheus two, but no, Fox wanted it to be yeah, aliens. I would have, yeah. and so instead of letting it naturally progress, they fucking rushed it and just threw yeah, aliens that's a in good there, one, man. I and we ended up with a subpar movie. That movie was all over the place. I hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. I had no interest in it. I saw yeah. the trailer and I, I was I, like, no. I own it and I haven't I seen saw it. it. Because <laughs> I, I saw it because I loved Prometheus. I know no, I might I be Prometheus in the minority. Oh, Prometheus, Prometheus was great. Yeah. I love that movie. Cool. Yeah, I thought Prometheus was fun. And uh, I really wish they would have continued with what, they orid- what Ridley Scott was originally going to do with that movie and kind of following David and uh, uh, whatever her name yeah, was. Which would have given it a separation instead of trying to keep it included. With the alien franchise, it yep. needed to be separated at that point. Like, okay, you know, it was connected. You know, you have the, but there was so much more story there that has nothing to do with the alien. You know what I mean? So they definitely could have. Yep. Did a much better thing. I agree. 
I don't think uh, I don't think Prometheus should have ever been connected to Alien in the first place. It, it didn't need to be. Movie. It didn't need to be. Yeah, for sure. No, it didn't have to be. No. I always like the mystery of the, who honestly. The, uh, it's about the creators, so of you know however you want to look yep. into it. Yeah, so you didn't need to have the. Alien I like the movie. movie. I just don't think it should have been connected. That's my only yeah. issue with it. I, I never wanted the but, mystery to be spoiled on. You know, in the first Alien, when they go into the ship and they see the skeletal remains, I didn't need to know that who those remains were, or what they were. It's it's better right. left to a person's imagination. But nope, we gotta show we gotta show everything now in Hollywood. We gotta tell every single story. Fo- we gotta have a movie where we learn how Han Solo got his last name Solo. I mean, come on, give me a break. And I'm not even hating on that movie. I haven't seen it. I just know that happens. I'm like, why is that even important? You can just have a Han Solo movie. That's not. Yeah, I'm, that's not. That's important. that's the problem with with movies today. They just they want to show and tell everything. It's like leave a little bit to the imagination. Let let the audience have you know some sort of fantasy of like, oh, what if it was? What if this meant that and that? And, you know, and instead of saying no, you're wrong. Right. It actually means this. You're wrong. It's like, oh, that kind of ruins the illusion there. So, <laughs> I think the problem with that yeah. personally, Ted, is people don't know what the fuck they want. Even when they're telling you what they want, they still don't know what the fuck they want. Oh, I agree with ever. that too. <laughs> so we got. I'll, this go, I'll go back to the Godzilla franchise. You know, people complained about Godzilla 2014 always cutting away from the monster action. So what they do for Godzilla King of the Monsters? They gave you monster action. And then what did people bitched. do? They complained. They complained about <laughs> the monster this? action. Well, it's yeah, like really. That, that's like what I was saying. I remember like 15, 20 years ago, everybody was complaining about cable companies saying how they wish they could just pick and choose what they wanted to watch and just pay for that. And now people mm-hmm. are complaining nowadays. Oh, we got all these different streaming services and we just want them to just give it us all and for this one price like wanted. that's what the cable companies were doing that you hated so much <laughs> yeah. yeah people are stupid people really are you know, sometimes well, the I've problem is the picking also. and choosing I, got too popular well hold on let, let, so let, let me finish what I was gonna get into because I was gonna get in my second one here really quick okay. before we move on to other ones so Alien Covenant was the first one that I would that, that I would just change that whole movie, make it like Prometheus two, that they were originally going to do. The other one, fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. That shit show. I, know not I would either just fucking of. erase, or hire somebody else to do the fucking movie. In my mind, whole new career. In my mind, that movie has already been Thanos. It's just been dusted away. I know. I uh, what? What? Not, oh, you know. Nightmare on Elm Street. I will make you remember. <laughs> well, I Isaiah, you're I freaking know, evil. But I'll put it this way: it shouldn't have been done in the first place. If they wanted to do more Nightmare on Elm Street, just continue on or create new, a new story. Stop remaking shit. Yep. New Nightmare was the perfect end. We didn't need yeah. another one. And without and and without without Robert, they can try what they want. They can get whoever they want. Without Robert, it's not Freddy. The end. <laughs> well. I think Jackie Earl Haley would have been a good Freddy. It's the fact that they had a shitty script and a shitty director. A boring lead fucking actress. fucking Platinum Dunes. Boring lead actress. Yeah, the who's lead actress was fucking sleep, boring Sleepwalking through her role, even when she wasn't supposed <laughs> yep. to be tired. Oh, I hate that I movie. I mean, all that... Jackie Earl Haley was the only bright spot in that whole fucking movie. I think he did a good job. I didn't like how they made him like he a just ghost. had a shitty he situation. Like a ghost in the movie. I mean, that's not on his fault. That's what they were trying to portray. But, you know, he did a good job doing with that. Well, yeah, just, I mean, 
that that comes down yeah, to the the writing sorry. in the story. And on top of that, the fact that they made him look like a fucking yeah, frog because that fucking too. makeup was it ridiculous. Computer enhanced as well. <laughs> yeah, night- that definitely was. You just gave me an idea: Nightmare in Frog Town, the true <laughs> sequel to Hell Comes to Frog Town. <laughs> there you go. Uh, All right, you're gonna say something about some other movies. Yeah, there there are two movies. First, I'll say The Predator. It should never okay. should never made it. I haven't even seen it, but. Mark saw it and said, "Mark saw it and said it was a piece of crap." And Mark knows his Predator, and I love the first two Predator movies, so yes, like, yeah, I just erase that hard pass. And I heard the plot, and that's what turned me off. <laughs> I saw the trailer, and that turned me off. <laughs> and the, the second movie, it's already kind of been done because Ghostbusters Afterlife has pretty much erased it. But I would never have let Ghostbusters twenty sixteen happen. Period. Oh, yeah. But maybe that's a double-edged sword because it failed, and then they were like, well, let's do an official Ghostbusters yeah, 3. And just this re- one, but not that. Yeah. That's true. So may- maybe I should retract so, that. Yeah. You but, can't have good without yeah. the bad. That's how it works, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about balance, I guess you could say. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with Isaiah Nightmare okay. 2010. Just, uh, yeah. just don't even make that movie yeah. either. That's one they could definitely. Oh, I'll tell you one. Nothing bad would happen. Well, I've never seen it, man, but I know I'm, <laughs> everyone who I know has seen it doesn't care for is a Serbian film. Maybe that shouldn't. Have, but now we're talking about movies that just shouldn't have been made. So instead of being <laughs> yeah, the Serbian it's, film. Yeah. yeah, I refuse to watch that. When I heard what the I ending was, so was I was I like, never it. mind. Yeah. I haven't watched it either, yeah, I, and I won't. I, Nope. Once I heard about the stuff that they do in there, I'm like, no, that's even too far from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I can't do mm-hmm. it. There's, there's a, there's a line that I just don't cross, and that yeah, fucking line crosses yeah. it. And yeah. Some people watched it. They enjoyed it. You know, whatever the case may be, uh, that's fine. You know, but that's just not for yep. me. <laughs> no. It's not. But. Yeah. So I thought that was a good little discussion there on that because I, I thought I thought that was a good way to kind of look at things, see what we could, what we would change if we had a, a choice to, you know, looking back the last decade. But yeah, good good discussion there. Um, so let's go ahead and move into our review here. So we're gonna end off this episode and the year, reviewing 1980s New Year's Evil. One night, they were celebrating New Year's Eve. He was out, ending their life. I'm going to commit murder at midnight. Call me evil. Every New Year's Eve, the caller came out. Any kind of 
terrifying night of unspeakable evil. New Year's Evil. New Year's Evil was released on December 19th, 1980. Stars Roz Kelly and Kip Niven and was directed by Emmett Alston. The basic premise of the story is during a New Year's Eve celebration, a Los Angeles disc jockey receives a phone call saying that when New Year's strikes in each time zone, someone will be murdered, and she will be the last one. This movie didn't really have a whole lot of details like for how much it cost to, be, to make it, so I don't have that information this week. Just a couple pieces of trivia, though. Obviously, it was released a few days before New Year's Eve, so that's kind of cool that they did it around that time. The director, Emmett Alston, had a Hitchcock-style cameo as a bearded camera operator in, in there. During the first phone call made by the killer, it's mentioned that the voice modulation makes him sound like a phantom. They did this as a reference to the character from Phantom of the Paradise. I see, Isaiah. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite part of the movie. I love this movie. I can't wait to hear him talk. Oh, fuck. My favorite favorite part of this whole fucking movie is the music. That opening music. The music just makes me smile whenever I watch the movie. Takes me back. (laughs) <laughs> you just don't know if I want to be there Oh, that music's amazing Right? Yeah, a canon classic, man I don't know if it's People look at oh. it that way It is a, can, it yeah. is a canon film yeah. Yeah. Yep yeah. Good stuff, good music before their, I think it was music. before their famous The famous canon logo Before they had developed the logo But it's a canon film Yeah, that's yeah. probably one of my I think favorite so. film companies From the 80s those two guys too, man. Like, oh, definitely. They got a documentary they did over here for them, and if you know anything about them, like they always had to respond to everything or come up with their own version. And when they heard that they they were making the documentary, they made their own documentary about themselves to come out at the same time. So, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So, kind of looking at this movie, one of the things that I do like about the movie is the fact that they show you who the killer is. So they don't try to mask him or like hide him where you don't see who he is. You you know you can see him even though you don't really know who he is until the end of the movie. I liked how they they handled yeah, that. And he does a great job as being you know, a freak. So. <laughs> yeah. There's some good chase that that chase sequence when he chases that girl through the park or uh, the was it the football field or whatever it was. And she's hiding underneath the yeah, stands. I love that chase scene. Yeah, it has some good tense. She, I yeah, think did, that's what I like about that it. That started in the, the drive-in, wasn't it? What's that? Didn't that start in the drive-in? Yeah, yeah, because she, was with, she the, was with her boyfriend or getting it on or about to get it on. And he, and he yep. shows up and just completely blocks the guy. And he's like, no. No sex <laughs> and horror. You know better than that. And uh, chases her, which is great. She gets, you know, she gets rescued, which is a rarity in these types of films, especially yeah. since this is one of the first first copycats of Friday the 13th slash uh, Halloween, because, you know, Friday the 13th copied Halloween. They say so in the interviews. And then you right. know, Friday the 13th was huge, so then everybody wanted to make their own themed horror film. And so this was one of the first, the New Year's Evil. 
So the well, let's correct this because Black Christmas was before Halloween, so that was the yeah. First. But Halloween perfected it, so so don't don't get pretentious. Don't get pretentious first. on me, there, Dagnabbit. Psycho was first. <laughs> Suck it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, for holiday, holiday um, Black Christmas was um, first. peeping Tom. Hello. <laughs> so you suck it. That's what <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just uh, kidding. Uh, what about <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It was Texas themed. No, that was that, that was '74. I can't remember. It I wasn't think a holiday. Like a it was a state. <laughs> when did Peeping Tom come out? Do y'all remember? I can't remember a year. Like, Sick. I thought it was the six or or is it the seventies or the sixties? Because I don't quite remember. Peeping Tom was in the sixties. I know yeah. that. I mean, I think Psycho uh, came first because Psycho was right at nineteen sixty. But yeah. Close. Anyway, but I mean that's a great chase scene. I love the scene when he picks up basically the two chicks at that bar, and that's just pure <laughs> yes. comedy gold because yep. you can tell he's getting annoyed by the one, and he's just like, oh gosh, she wants to kill her right there. <laughs> <laughs> I know he was yep. he was so annoyed with her because she's so stupid it was great I like how you get to see each countdown too instead of like it just coming mm-hmm. down to one like yes a few murders different countdowns and also the son is completely fucked in the head <laughs> so fucking emo yeah. Just so before emo, emo was even like yeah. a thing. <laughs> like you almost wonder if he's are you gonna saying, end up killing somebody. <laughs> are, are you are you guys saying right. that New Year's Evil created the emo, the the emo they generation? Very well, may have. I think I'll hate this movie now if that's the case. No, <laughs> yeah, that son, he's just whacked out of his mind. Just yep. like ugh. the sequel, we never got. <laughs> no, New Year's Evil is a prequel to Vice Squad. Okay, yeah, that's Sean, right. that's we, that's, we that's that another Ramrod's illegitimate child. <laughs> yeah. Sean and I have our unofficial Vice Squad trilogy. That's right. It starts with Vice Vice Squad, go. and then uh, Class of '84, and then the New Kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said it works. They're just all illegitimate children of Ramrod. Watch that, and you will understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he was in that nursing home too, that was a good scene too. When he killed yes, the nurse, that was a pretty good one too. Yeah, that's the one nurse of my is like, I, I like that they. Yeah, that nurse is like, yeah, I'm gonna I, get some of that booty, <laughs> and he's like, hey, you're gonna get some get of this knife, right. is what you're gonna get. <laughs> what I like that they did with the the killer is that they didn't make him look like this grotesque or like hillbilly-ish or like whatever creepy looking dude. They actually made him look like a good looking yeah, dude. Yeah, he's just a normal you know? looking guy. Yeah. I like that him, they made him look normal like very unassuming and then all of a sudden he's just a fucking psychopath <laughs> once he gets you alone. Yeah. I, I love that. But yeah, that, that nursing home scene was good with him and the nurse. Obviously, with the two chicks that he picks up at the bar, it was pretty good. The chasing with the one chick that he doesn't kill was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the reveal, too, of who he actually is and how he's connected to her, I thought was great. I mean, I don't know if we're spoiling yeah. it or not. But yeah. <laughs> so. Can you say, like, Roz Kelly reminds me, she's like the progenitor for... Uh, Rhonda Shear for USA Up All Night in this movie. I say they find yeah, Roz Kelly. Yeah, and I would say take so. Take Ryan Seacrest off the air and 
let Miles Kelly take over for the <laughs> Fuck <countdown>. yes. Yes. <laughs> I only watch I am all about that. <laughs> I only watch the countdown just to see the ball drop. And I almost yeah. forget every yeah. year because I'm in I'm Central Time, so I'm like, oh crap! <laughs> so it's like eleven o'clock for me. Gotta so watch like, oh, the, I need to watch. You gotta them. watch the UHF channel countdown. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do have one in Fort Worth that I had to watch one year because I yeah, completely I like, screwed I up the time. And I, <laughs> but I, I remember that one year I was like, oh crap! It's almost midnight, and I was like, oh crap! I forgot the different times, so <laughs> I wasn't thinking. So then I yeah. turned to one of the local channels, and they're like, "You're in Fort Worth. We're about to drop drop our ball." And I was like, eh, "It's not the same." Yeah, <laughs> but I'll take it. Mm. Yeah, but seeing Times Square all filled with people and stuff—it's yeah. a—it's a truly, you know, it's an event. Yeah, that's for in sure. Fort Worth. Everybody's like already turned in for the night <laughs> for the most part or they're oh, drunk out of their minds I'm that guy that I'd be, I'd be real pissed if I worked people. at Times Square <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but if right. I can't walk out of my can't clock out of my job and walk to the bus because there's so many fucking people I'm gonna be mad yeah, that would suck. <laughs> You'd just be stocking at the server, right? That's when you take that's that's why you have a pocket full of firecrackers, just toss light them tossing somewhere, people will split as know, soon as I cook. On the news, they're shutting Ted, down that's the illegal. Count, they're shutting down the countdown because of of mm-hmm. possible terrorist attack. <laughs> And then I'm trying to watch it, like, hey, how come the ball's not dropping? <laughs> I had to get home from work, damn it. <laughs> and I was like, I should have told Mark oh. that. <laughs> you mean we got to go through 2019 Whoopsies. again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is bull oh, crap. No way. <laughs> you better drop that ball right now. <laughs> I will go to New York, and I will jump on top of that ball up and down until it just goes down. <laughs> See, like, who's that guy? Up, make it twenty twenty. Who, who's that guy jumping up and down on the ball? There, you're going down now. <laughs> <laughs> so back to New Year's Evil, guys. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Ross Kelly, I, I enjoy her in the movie very much. Says she yeah. always reminds me of Rhonda Shear. She doesn't remind me of Gilbert Gottfried, thankfully, <laughs> because then yeah, then I would have weird feelings and. <laughs> You have enough of this already. <laughs> I have I have enough issues as it is. <laughs> right. No, it's cool. I, I like the setting of the movie. I like how it's presented. I like you're in this. It kind of reminds me of like a Soul Train celebration. People are just dancing. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. You guess. And they got the band that <laughs> doing the same music that kind of like the opening music. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of the same song almost over and over again, which is fine because it all sounds good. The last time Sean and I watched this movie together, we were laughing at some of the people, some of the extras dancing, and we came up with stories. We're like, that person probably didn't even realize they're making a horror film. He just wandered onto the stage one day, saw everybody dancing, so he's like, okay. <laughs> it starts like moving, gyrating, and being yeah, weird, and we're just like, what is that? Those people the crowd, Thanks for forgetting that I was there too, Ted. <laughs> it's all right. I wasn't partaking in that. <laughs> always forget that I was there I'm just so forgettable it's okay guys we'll help you guys remember <laughs> each other <laughs> next week oh. mending friends 
That's why my ex-girlfriend broke up with me. I kept forgetting her birthday, so I was just like, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. So many blues. I keyed. I keyed. I'm like, geez, it's only but your yeah, birthday. I mean, gosh. No, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I wouldn't geez. do that. That's not very sexy. Or would you? <laughs> that's yeah that's very unsexy ted how's my voice now <laughs> oh, God. here we go again uh, anyways back to the movie so you know once the killer finally shows up at the hotel things really start building because then you start getting the information that he's related you know he's married to, to Roz kelly's character and he's sad too and he just yeah. wants attention. This poor, and so, this busy, hard-working woman. Right? Who she thinks she is. That whole ending, though. That climax and, is perfect. And, I love yeah, it. It's great. Yeah, it really was. You know what would have been great? If they would have like had him yell, this is what you get for not cooking in the kitchen anymore, or something like getting out of the kitchen. <laughs> Doing something. Something stu- stupid. <laughs> Because, I mean, that's basically what the movie's about. He's just like, you don't have time for, for your family anymore yeah. and all this craziness. No, sorry, it's not a normal That's mommy. pretty much what it yeah. kind of boils down to with him. He's like, you won't have sex with me anymore, so I'm going to kill you. <laughs> drive a man crazy. Lack right. of sex. So we get through this whole movie of him killing all these people. He ends up on the top of the fucking roof. <laughs> Just to fucking go over this edge, <laughs> I'm like, which is great. That that's that was uh, it was good, but at the same time, it was kind of like that's kind of like the payoff for the movie. It's like, oh, okay, you didn't think this you know? out very well. Rich. <laughs> that's not that's not the payoff though. The payoff is at the you know after that in the ambulance. Well, yeah, that's the real payoff. Yeah, that's true, but it's just kind of like with his character, it's kind of like he was building up, and then all of a sudden, it was just like. Yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of like him just taking a dive over the edge, the you know, and both metaphorically and physically speaking. If you would have just cooked meatloaf you know? Tuesday night, none of this would have happened. You know, it's a perfect time to make a sequel for this. We just got to keep that same subject matter. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you New back Year's in the Evil kitchen? Part 2. Jeez. <laughs> Is it because of Donald Trump? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Anyways, let's steer away from the political stuff here. So, I mean, overall... Any of our listeners have any complaints, you can send your letters to Sean, and here's his address, at 75109 Boulevard Avenue. New York, New York. (laughs) Harlem, New it's York. <laughs> Harlem, New York. Oh, <laughs> uh, good lord. Anyways, so the movie. Um, overall, I mean, I, I love this movie, okay? And just to kind of get into the rating portion of this, if I were to rate this, this movie for me would probably be... 3.5 out of 5 because I do love it I mean the ending for me with him just kind of going over the edge it didn't really feel like there was a payoff with his character in a way so that kind of hurts it for me but at the same time the music kind of gives it an uptick for me 
So that's kind of where I land at 3.5 out of 5. I'll that. give it a 4 out of 5. It's one of my favorites to watch this time of year. I just haven't gotten to quite yet, but the year's not over. So. Yeah. 4 out of 5, though. Four exactly. Out of five, definitely. What about you guys? I'm going to give it a 0 because I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Next week, Mark will be doing a whole review of a movie by himself. <laughs> right. At- you had one job, Mark. Uh, one job. I have a lot of jobs. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's invited to our after party slash going away party for Mark tonight <laughs> it'll be at the same it's address hard for me to where give, I receive yeah. my love mail <laughs> no no we're all just gonna Skype it since we're all different places um, uh, I'm gonna, I, won't, I'm gonna I, won't, say, I won't see that one either <laughs> don't you think I'm sexy Mark you don't want to see me in Skype all right then that might be the scariest movie i've ever seen in my life there you go (laughs) that's for the sexy uncle crack last week so okay so there you go good job (laughs) i'm gonna say my rating it's hard for me to rate any movies on a number scale because i don't it's hard for me to like how do i rate something that i enjoy Mm -hmm. but I just I guess yeah I I guess if I had to do a number it'd be like a four I like the music I like the setting I like the characters I have fun with it it's not the greatest movie it is far from the worst it's very enjoyable so I will just say on an enjoyable scale four four out of five it's definitely one that you should check out if you haven't seen it It, it's it's one that I enjoy watching on Amazon Prime on New Year's Eve yep it is on Amazon Prime Right now it's out of print on Blu-ray, yep. so that's going to be hard to find. But definitely on Amazon Prime, if you have that, you can watch it for free right now. And so there's multiple definitely get that. There's multiple again. titles that are going out of print starting 2020 from Shout Factory themselves. Yep. So get ready. Let's not end this on a depressing note, though. <laughs> Save that for next. That is depressing. depressing. Yeah. Let's start out the year depressing, not end it. <laughs> But so that's kind of our, our review for New Year's Evil. Overall, good year. I mean, we've gotten 22 episodes, including two additional episodes for our Three from Hell review for the both the spoiler and non-spoiler ones. So, you know, we almost had six months worth of uh, episodes, you know, from that's this amazing. year. I think we started out, you know, strong. I think we're going to go into 2020 pretty good, too. I've definitely got some ideas for 2020. One thing you guys probably can look forward to with the release of Halloween Kills in October, we will probably do a whole retrospective series reviewing each of the Halloween movies. So look forward to that once we get closer to the release of Halloween 20 or Halloween uh, Kills rather, not 2018. So look forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to going through all the Halloween movies and reviewing them. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Plus we'll probably do some other things. I mean, there's plenty of things coming out. We've got, you know, invisible man to look forward to the new saw movie. I mean, there's, there's a lot coming up here in 2020 to kind of look forward to where 2019 was kind of a dud year for a lot of horror movies. 
I, I'm hoping 2020 is a good turnaround and a good start to the new decade. This year so, kind of felt like a lots of stuff. this year kind of felt like a transition year. Like things are going to start ramping up, yeah. and so everything's being worked on. There just wasn't a lot to be released this year. Right, almost like wrestling kind of just got itself definitely to where it's changing as well, and becoming a yeah. whole new beast. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I know but, I am looking forward to Halloween Kills, a.k.a. Halloween 2 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. It's going to be a good year. I'm looking forward to it. We're looking forward to it. We can't wait to bring you more content this next year. As always, you can reach out to us through our social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at CLS Podcast. We really appreciate you guys checking out this final episode of the year. We would love to hear from you guys. You know, let us know anything you guys want us to cover. If there's any movies you want us to review or just you just want to reach out to us in general, feel free to reach out to us. But otherwise, we appreciate you guys. We'll check you guys next week. And as Ted always says, Slay you next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.